Welcome to the Victorious Life TV broadcast. I'm Lisa Boldo, and in this broadcast, I'm talking about how God has given you the keys to the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God, right? So I'm going to just dive right in. Um, I, you know, I just want to say again, welcome. It has been, um, you know, it's still been a bit of just back and forth, you know, kind of week. And even I've had to, you know, watch my own emotions and make sure that, that, um, you know, the other day, for example, and, I, and then I'll get into the message, but I found myself driving home from my mom's just the other day. And I found myself feeling just kind of discouraged and, you know, just, um, just talking with the Lord. And, and then before long, I found myself repenting for having come into agreement with any spirit that opposes Jesus Christ, any unclean spirit. And I tell you the truth, that thing lifted. It lifted. And what is it? Okay. So what I want to say is if you too, sometimes you just, you don't even, you're not even aware of why you're feeling a certain way. Um, maybe words have come out of your mouth that you just, um, you know, and then before you know it, things are just, you're just feeling amiss. My friend, I'm telling you right now, if you've been experiencing any kind of discouragement or feelings of frustration or just, you know, you just have different things going on and you're just feeling kind of jumbled, okay, a couple of things. Number one, make sure just in case, you know, that you repent for having come into agreement with any unclean spirit or any spirit that opposes Jesus Christ, the Word of God. And, and what I did is, that's exactly what I did. And then I said, Lord, just wash me clean in your blood and help me, Lord, to just, 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 you know, have your grace and your strength and to just be that victorious overcomer that you've called me to be. And I'm telling you, that thing lifted. You know, and then I also always speak the peace of Jesus Christ to my heart and mind to overflowing after you know I've repented and then take um, authority commanding any any spirit of fear or anxiety to leave and then I always say and Lord right now I just I speak the peace of Jesus Christ to my heart and mind right now in Jesus name and then before you know it that thing just lifts so I just I don't know why I just felt to start tonight's broadcast with that because you know I know that it happened to me and I'm sure that it happens to you too sometimes and like I said sometimes you may not even understand why or what's going on so it's it's just it's really good to do that to get yourself back into you know back to where you need to be so for this broadcast I really felt the Lord you know, impress on me to talk about how God has given you and I the keys to the kingdom of heaven, right? Well, and what is a key? A key to victory is faith, right? Faith is the victory that overcomes the world. Even your faith, 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 faith in what? Faith in what? Faith in Jesus. Because Jesus said that if you believe in me, right? And he lives in us. We live in him. Nothing will be impossible to us. The works that he did, we will do and greater, he said in John 14, 12, because we believe in him, right? Because he goes to be with the father. So here's the thing. 
believing. Believing is key. I talked last week about how God showed me that we need to become like a little child in believing him, right? We need to become like children to and just believe him. When we hear the word, when we, um, you know, um, speak the word, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word. So whether you're reading it, whether you're listening to it, believe. And you know what? You've got to make a decision to just, I was thinking about this earlier today, you know, even as I was preparing for this message and thinking about how we, we literally need to wipe the slate clean when it comes to like believing God and things of the past, right? Because the devil will throw all these reminders at you about the past, the past and how, you know, this didn't work and, you know, just, just, right? That icky voice. Meanwhile, the Holy Spirit is always, you know, just cheering you on. Trust me, trust me, believe me, you know, and speak my word and I've given you authority and oh my gosh, all of God's promises to you and me are yes and amen. So as children, we believed, right? Little children, when you tell them something, you know, before they've had a chance to be hurt or to not trust somebody, right? They believe we've got to become like little children and believe God's word, believe him. And not, you know, not just go on like our emotions or our feelings. What does God's word say? And that's where, you know, this is the power. Yes, we have the Holy Spirit living inside of us, but the Holy Spirit is never going to speak to you apart from the word of God. He may give you something specific for you, but it's never going to contradict God's word in what we should be doing. So, okay. So again, and I see all you guys. So it's just so great to see you. I could start going and naming names, but I won't because there's a lot of people and it's awesome. So again, as children, we believed and we need to become like little children again. Again, we need to do this, you know, not, and we don't, God doesn't want us to reason things out the way we do in the world, right? In the world, we're reasoning, you know, this makes sense, that makes sense, blah, 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 blah. When it comes to God's word, listen, God's word many times is going to go totally contrary to what the world is going to tell you. I've seen it time and time again, just like, you know, when my mom was in the hospital and I saw God's hand at every turn, but I kept going, you know, I stayed on God's word while the, the reports, you know, in the beginning were not good, right? And I was like, oh, no, no, infection, you go in Jesus' name. Like, I didn't care. I didn't care who heard me. I didn't care who was around. They thought I was woo. But guess what? In the end, I got the God results, okay? So God doesn't want us to reason things out the way, how do we say this? Okay, because that would be being carnal, and the carnal mind will always be filled with unbelief. It will. The carnal mind is just one of, again, it's reasoning. It, it opposes the Spirit of God, right? And the carnal mind, its its ways lead to death. Like that's, you don't want to be carnal. God doesn't want us um, to be carnal or fleshly, right? He doesn't want us to reason things out. And let me just give you a quick example of this. In Matthew 17, right, Jesus told Peter, 
Peter, who was a master fisherman, go cast your hook, you know, cast your, um, oh, what did, what's it called? Go to the sea and cast a hook, right? And the first fish that comes up, it's going to have money in its mouth, a piece of silver. Take that and go pay our taxes, right? So do you think that made any kind of sense to Peter whatsoever? I'm sure that Peter, you know, having been um, in the business of fishing, like probably all his, all his life, right? That made no kind of sense to him. But guess what? He went and did it. So I love, that's just such a great example about how God does not want us to reason the things he says. Peter could have been like full of doubt and unbelief and said, Jesus, really? Seriously? You got to be kidding me. That's never going to work. Blah, 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 blah. No. You know what? He went and did it and it was exactly as Jesus said. And so I just, I love that. The words of Jesus are always an instruction to believe. Always an instruction to have faith, to believe, right? And it's impossible for Jesus' words to miss. So, you know, this is really good. His words are spirit, right? He said, the words that I speak to you, they're spirit and they are life. That's John 6.63, right? And if you have faith in the words of Jesus, in the words of what he said, right? Then you're going to understand that every word that Jesus speaks, which means every word that you speak, if you're speaking the words he speaks, it's full of life. It's full of life. It lights your spirit. It's life for your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions, and it's life for your physical body. Mm, praise God. All lack of faith is due to not feeding on God's word enough. I'm telling you right now, Jesus said, I am the bread of life, right? That came down from heaven and that anyone, anyone who he said, any, whoever comes to me will never be hungry. So that's whoever comes to him, right? And you can be saved. He said, but whoever believes in me will never thirst. Mm. If you believe in him, oh my gosh, the Lord will give you um, a revelation. If you seek God, and my friend, I encourage you, seek God until he gives you a mighty revelation of the spirit of God, of the spirit of Jesus Christ within you, within you, Christ in you, the hope of glory, Christ in you, Christ in you. And Jesus said, if you believe in me, right? Think about this. The words in me, believe in me. And where is he? In you, right? So he's in you and you're believing him. Oh, my friend, there is nothing you can't do. Nothing will be impossible to you. Oh my gosh, I'm getting fired up. Even see what I mean? The words of Jesus, ah, they are spirit and they are life and they quicken. I love it. Feeding on the word of God gives you life. It gives you life, 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 life in your spirit, life in your soul, right? Life in your physical body. Hebrews 4.12, the word of God is alive. It's active. It's alive and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. And it pierces, right? Even to the dividing of the joints and the marrow. I'm telling you right now, it doesn't only quicken your spirit. It quickens your soul and your physical body. The word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. Can you imagine a two-edged sword? I love it. I love it. I love it. 
God has given you the keys to the kingdom. You know, he said to Peter in Matthew 16, 18 and 19, he said, um, on this rock, I will build my church. Now, he wasn't calling Peter the rock. Christ is the rock, right? But he said upon this, upon him himself, he is going to build his church. What does that mean? His church, his body, his people, you and me, right? And then the very next thing he said is, and the gates of hell shall not prevail or win against us. The gates of hell will not prevail against us. They will not win, right? And then the very next thing he said is, because I give you the keys to the kingdom. The key, and what are the keys to the kingdom? The power to bind and the power to loose. I'm telling you, I don't think that we've talked about this nearly enough. Jesus said in Luke 10, 19, I give you, right, authority over all the power of the devil, right, over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm you. I'm paraphrasing. There's a little more in there, but he's given us authority. Then he's given us the keys to the kingdom. Whatever you bind, he didn't say whatever I bind. He said whatever you bind, but remember, his spirit is within you. And you're speaking his words, whatever you're binding has to be bound. But what's the key? Believe what you're saying. Believe. Don't doubt in your heart. You'll have what you say when you believe what you say. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. That's the whole key in a nutshell. In order to, to bind and to loose, right? They're the keys to the kingdom. And in order to do that, for real, You've got to believe or you're not even going to try. You're not even going to, when I say try, meaning you're not going to do it. Not try, because try means, well, let me try. You know, I could fail. No, no, no. That wasn't even the right word. Cancel. You know, you won't do it. But if you believe that the Spirit of God is in you, right, and God wants to reveal His Son to you and help you to really and truly grasp that his son, the spirit of Galatians 4, 6 says that God sent the spirit of his son to live in you and me, in believers of Jesus, right? If you're born again, the spirit of God has been sent to live in you. And God wants you to, to really come to the, to, the, to the knowledge, to the realization, to, to, the, to grasp that the spirit of God, Christ, in you, really lives in you. Right? And you can have the mind of Christ, but how's that going to happen? The Word. you got to feed on the Word so you can have the mind of Christ. And then you'll know what is God's perfect will for you. And you'll understand that whatever you bind, right, it's according... Listen, if you've got the mind of Christ, you're going to speak, you're going to think, you're going to act in accordance with God's Word. And the second that you say, oh no... I bind you, you know, in the name of Jesus, infection, I command you to go. You speak, you command, you speak to that mountain, you speak to that thing, it's got to go. And immediately, it's in motion. That power has been released and it's in motion, headed for that target, boom. You can kill it at the roots. You know, when it's an infection, I'm like, mm, I curse you, I kill you at the roots in the name of Jesus. And you go now. Like, I, I'm just saying, yes. Somebody wrote, yes, Lisa, every day. That's right. Mm. 
You know what? This is what we need to do. The keys to the kingdom, binding and loosing, right? How many times Jesus would say to someone who was bound or, you know, mute or whatever, you are loosed, right? The woman that was bent over, well, I think it was for 18 years, 18 years, and it was an evil spirit. And Jesus said, you are loosed from your infirmity, loosed, binding and loosing. I'm telling you, my friend, read the gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They are the best. They are the best. Um, they're the best for healing. That's, if you want to know how to walk in healing, look at how Jesus did it. He's our, not only is he our model, our role model, but he lives in us. So we're here to represent him on the earth and do the works that he did. And I'm telling you, you know what? I'm, you know, we each have 24 hours in a day and, you know, we're, we're so busy with different things and, and things going on in the world. And it's like anything else. You actually have to give yourself to feeding on God's word. And, you know, I, I, if you can, I mean, first thing in the morning, it's a great way to start your day. Um, it's a great way to end your day at night. If you're not sleeping well for any reason, feed on God's word. I'm telling you, you will sleep like a baby. You will. You will sleep like a baby. You know, and if any of you um, are watching and you haven't received the seven scriptures to stand on for your healing, Please make sure that you go to my website at lisabuldo.com. The Lord had given me these scriptures. I mean, and you can, I'm telling you, you, it would probably take you all of, I don't know, five minutes or so to go at, through those scriptures and, and, you know, put your name, your situation, whatever in it. And I've got a video that shows you how to do that on, um, go to lisabuldo.com. And right on the homepage of my website, you can put your name, your email address in there. And in a few minutes, you will get that, um, those seven scriptures with the video that shows you how to, how to use it. And I'm telling you, you will be so fired up. I mean, you could do that first thing in the morning and oh my gosh, you'll be ready to seize the day. I mean, everywhere you go, you'll be binding and loosing. You'll be helping people. You'll be setting people free. Oh my gosh. People that listen. We've got to be compassionate, we've got to be humble, but we also need to exercise our authority. Again, if you read the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and you see the way Jesus handled people and situations and things, and you know, the more you feed on God's word, remember he said, I'm the bread of life, right? His words, they will give you life. The Holy Spirit will be giving you revelation right? He'll be, um, you know, and you want to make sure that you're speaking life to everything in, in your life. You know, I know, you know, it's, it's, <sighs> the enemy tried to hit me with a little bit of discouragement about an hour before this broadcast. And I was talking to my husband. I just, you know, put dinner on the table for him and we were having a conversation and I said something, I don't even remember what I said. And immediately he said, that's a distraction right now. That's a distraction. And I was like, oh my gosh, he literally, he was right. And I was like, oh my gosh, okay, I gotta, because here's the thing. If you find yourself, if you find yourself feeling any less than, um, 
really even happy, joyful, content, you know, um, you start thinking about something that maybe could be better in your life or something, right? And the next thing you know, you're going down that road and next thing you know, you're feeling like miserable. You know what? Unknowingly, you just came into agreement with that thought, which is why you're feeling all, you know, down and, and whatever. Snap out of it. Snap out of it, my friend. Don't stay there. Don't entertain thoughts that make you feel, you know, um, down in any way because that's not what God has for you, right? So I'm just saying the enemy comes with distractions, distractions. Even you could be on the verge of doing something awesome, boom, and something can, you know, take your attention and divert you. And then you can end up making a decision and then you're like, why did I do that? Ugh. You know, and then, so I'm just saying, be aware of distractions and um, pay attention to your thoughts. Pay attention to your thoughts and watch your words. And if you find yourself coming into agreement or speaking something that the next thing you know, you're just like feeling down in the dumps. You don't even realize why or you don't even know why. Honestly, repent right away. Say, Lord, Lord. I'm sorry that I came into agreement. You might not even know what it was, but you entertained something that got you feeling like that. Okay? Exactly. Something said, oh, yes, even attacks us through using our loved ones. Oh, my goodness. Cynthia, yes. Let me tell you. <laughs> you know what? I don't even want to tell you. But that is something um, that I probably experienced more of that Woo! in the last month. You know, I just went to breakfast with my good friend Kathy uh, yesterday and we were talking, you know, and I try to be mindful of words, but, you know, truthfully talking about what has been going on. And it's not just me. I'm finding other believers as, as well have been going through a lot of different challenges or persecution with like family members and things like that. But boy, Jesus says, be glad, exclamation point, rejoice, be very glad. And something, you know what, I'm really glad that I read that, Cynthia, because something that the Lord said to me, you know how I always give you uh, whatever, you know, different things that he speaks to me within that week, the Lord just spoke this to me two days ago when I was driving, and he said to me, don't, oh wait, was it two days ago, whatever it was, two or three days ago, and he said to me, don't ever raise your voice at people only raise your voice to the devil. And I went, whoa, whoa, oh my goodness. Yep. He said, don't ever raise your voice to people. Now I know that with the Pharisees and the Sadducees, you know, Jesus was firm. He was authoritative, but he wasn't like, Rah! like screaming at them just to be like fighting with them, you know, screaming at them. He was speaking with authority, speaking truth, right? Because they needed it. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when somebody comes at you and like they bite you or something with persecution or something else and then you bite back. Don't do that. Don't like start screaming, well, you blah, blah. Nope, 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 right? Jesus said, I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit, he said that to me the other day. Don't raise your voice to people, only raise your voice at the devil. And I, I, I was like, I recorded it in my notes because I didn't want to forget. And I was like, wow, Lord, Boom, another revelation. Why? Because I was experiencing some stuff with some family members that it was like, you know, a little bit of, a little bit of, a little bit of, a 
stuff there. But you know something? I am an overcomer. I am victorious. And so are you. And remember, God has given you the keys to the kingdom. Believe, right? Become like a little child. Believe and enforce the kingdom of God by using your authority, but do it the way Jesus did it. Binding and loosing. And remember, you know, you're, you're, when you're um, um, speaking to your mountain or your, your I want to use the word attack, but not like the devil attacks, but where you're, you're, you're commanding, you're taking authority over anything that the enemy can throw at you. You're putting up your shield of faith, right? You're speaking those scriptures. You remember, you have the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, the sword of of the spirit it takes care of everything everything he's given us everything we need but most of all God has given you the spirit of his son Christ himself within you so that you can manifest him and release him everywhere you go but you can't do that apart from knowing his word because if you don't know his word then you don't know his mind Right? You could have the Holy Spirit living in you, but you're not going to know the way God thinks unless you feed on his word. And I'm telling you, when you feed on his word, your everything will be fed. Your spirit, your soul, and your physical body. Mm. The word is my sword and my faith is my shield. Yes, you go. You go. It says Tawina or Tawina Sean Jones. Oh, amen. Amen. Fight with God's word, not yours. Jennifer beautifully said, fight with God's word, not yours. I love it. And yes, feed on the word of God. So remember, you have the keys to the kingdom, the power to bind and the power to loose. Make sure that you get those seven scriptures as of right now. They are on my website for you. You know, I don't know for how long, you know, that will be up there, but I'm, I'm anticipating for a while yet. And I feel like everybody needs that. Valerie says, I'm so distracted and so discouraged. I need more faith. It's true, but I don't know enough of his word. Just feed on his word, Valerie. Feed on his word. Feed on his word. I'm telling you, it will give you life. It will give you strength. It will make you strong. It will make you victorious. I mean, oh my gosh. And you don't, listen, you can read like just a small amount and just meditate on that for the day. You don't have to read a whole book, but read a chapter or so. You know, I mean, just listen. And if you get an easy to read Bible, it's going to be hard to put it down when you understand what you're reading. I, you know, I've got different versions of the Bible. I really like the NLT. I just do the New Living Translation. This is very easy to understand. Um, but I like to cross-reference it with other, you know, with other Bibles as well. Um, so anyway, that's the message for tonight. Oh, Keisha, welcome. Hi, first time here. Yes, just a small amount is life-giving. Yes, it's so true. So I want to thank you for joining me tonight. You guys, I love you. I bless you in Jesus' name. And remember, you know, you can also watch uh, my videos on YouTube. If you just do a search uh, in YouTube for Lisa Boldo, the videos are just all in one place, so it just makes it easy. Obviously, they're on Facebook, and they're on my website as well. But I just wanted to leave you with that. And make sure that you follow me on Instagram if you would. I, I'm kind of new to it, but I'm going to be doing more there as well. So God bless you, and I will talk with you soon. All right.
God bless you. And share this broadcast if it's been a blessing to you on your social media. And I'll see you soon. All right, good night.